guess what? You are here celebrating my one-year podcast-versary with me today. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 53. Do not be alarmed by the unfamiliar voice. You have not lost your mind. (laughs) You're right. It's not Jennifer. This is Colette McKenzie of ColetteMcKenzie.com. I am Jennifer's podcast manager, and I am here to celebrate the Stop Dieting Forever podcast one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's already an entire year, y'all. But before I introduce the episode, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Lux Lifer, for your support. And if you are a new listener, welcome to your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I would also like to express my gratitude to Jennifer for the opportunity to support her in her mission to help women stop dieting forever. Having listened to these episodes multiple times, I can honestly say that the nuggets that I have gained from these episodes have impacted every area of my life. Jennifer always says, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And she is so right. My biggest takeaway from this podcast is that by managing your mind, you can better impact your outcomes, whether it's your weight loss, finances, or even business. The tips I learned from Jennifer, I was able to apply to all areas of my life, and the results have been wonderful. So thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate you. (laughs) So listen, guys, did you know that most podcasts burn out by episode 15? Yep. And here we are, 53 episodes and one year under our belt. So of course we're going to celebrate. To celebrate this milestone, Jennifer and I comprised a playlist with some of the most valuable highlights from the past year. This episode is broken down into three themes, mindset, weight loss tips, and testimonials. So if you are ready to check weight loss off of your to-do list, then grab a pen, some paper, press play, and catch all of these gems. Enjoy! I believe that I cannot lose weight no matter what I have tried, nothing works. Is that you? Are you over there raising your hand like, yep, that's exactly what I believe. Now, I want you to write this down. A belief is just a thought that you have playing over and over and over in your head. That's it. A belief is just a thought that you've been playing over and over and over in your head. Take this as your divine intervention to remind yourself this is your opportunity to stop believing that you cannot lose weight and think again. It is possible that you can lose weight. I want you to repeat that soundtrack in your head right now. Actually, 
don't even repeat it in your head. I want you to say it out loud. It's possible that I can lose weight. What you're doing as you're learning to undiet your brain and as you're learning to stop dieting forever, you're creating a new lifestyle. This is your journey and it is your responsibility to make sure it is one that you love. So let's break this down a little bit. What does this look like for you and you getting started on a new weight loss journey? The thought, what if I fail, turns into what if I succeed? I'm successful in other areas of my life, so it's possible that I could actually be successful with the Stop Dieting Forever process to lose weight. Hmm. The negative what if, what if this doesn't work out, turns into what if this does work? What if I can't do it, turns into What if I can do it? Hey, I know I can do hard things. So why wouldn't this be the same? Look, some of y'all have birthed children. (laughs) Y'all have gotten multiple degrees. You have done hard things before. So why wouldn't this be the same? How many times have you started a new weight loss program and you're hype, you're excited, You're like, yes, this is the one. I know, I'm positive that this is the one plan that is going to get me to my goal weight. I remember feeling that way so many times every time I started a new diet. But by week three, following this plan, you're not that excited anymore. Like the hypeness is gone. And by week four, If you're not seeing any results or you're not seeing the results you believe you should have in four weeks, then you have one foot out of the door, right? And you blame the program for not delivering the results. You blame your body for not doing what it's supposed to do. This is what happens when you are experiencing the motivation meltdown, my friend. For most of you, the act of commitment is not the problem. Right? You commit your time, you commit your energy, you commit your resources to other people. You commit to their agenda. You commit to getting your work tasks completed on time and meeting the needs of your employer. You commit to meeting the needs of your clients if you're running a business or your customers. You commit to meeting the needs of your children and your spouse. You commit to meeting the needs of all of your extracurricular activities. The problem to commit shows up when you have to commit to yourself. Most of us who struggle with knowing what to do and not doing it, we believe that the motivation to act comes from outside of us. We believe that if we do something, some act that will motivate us to get back into this healthy habit. Like, oh, I just need to buy myself a pretty water bottle and that will motivate me to drink the water, right? No, there's no magical motivation fairy flying around who sprinkles motivation dust on you. I say that all the time, right? There's no one thing that you can do that is going to motivate you to drink the water, put on your running shoes, get out of bed. For you to achieve food freedom, you need to learn to experience all of your emotions without eating. I know it may not be the answer you want to hear, 
But if you've tried everything to lose weight and nothing has worked long term, I'm telling you, trust me here. I have your best interest at heart. This is something you need to look into for yourself. Every day you decide to eat emotionally or intentionally, I want you to remember that. So when you sit down to eat or when you put food in your mouth, you are doing so based off of an intention or you're doing so based off of an emotion. Okay, so emotional eating will keep you on the weight loss struggle bus. Intentional eating will get you to your goal. You overeat because you don't know how to think like a person who doesn't overeat. It's that simple. You have created a pattern of thinking and feeling and eating, and it's like it's on repeat day after day after day. You're following the same pattern. And this pattern of overeating is on autoplay and you don't know how to stop it. Part of the Stop Dieting Forever process allows people to rebuild their trust with food. But what exactly does that mean? When you don't trust yourself around food, it means that you don't trust yourself not to overindulge in a certain food. And I always say you should be able to exist in a household with your favorite snacks and not feel like they're calling your name from the pantry or from the refrigerator. What I do know about snacking is that it's not going to help you get to your goal weight. And it doesn't matter what the food is. It's the habit of snacking that we are so addicted to. Food is fuel. It is not your best friend. Some of y'all believe food is your BFF. And you have to be with it all day, every day. You take it wherever you go. You keep it in the drawer at work. You keep it in your glove compartment in your car. You're constantly snacking or you're sipping on some caloric beverage, right? And if the thought of not having your BFF with you, your favorite foods and your favorite snacks freaks you out right now, then this is really important for you to understand. You consume food to fuel your body. So you can feel good in your body as you go through your day-to-day life. And I want to talk to you about the belief that all food is split into two categories, right? We believe all food is either good food or bad food. (laughs) And if you've been on a diet or two in your day, you have learned to label food in one of those two categories, right? The good food is healthy. It's allowed. It's the right food. Or a food is bad. It's forbidden. It is wrong. It is fattening. And so we have been trained to believe that certain foods are good because they allow us to lose weight. And other foods are bad because they supposedly make us gain weight. Okay, listen closely. Food is neutral. Traditional diets cause you to feel restricted during the week. So of course, you're going to go overboard on the weekends. And listen, even if you manage to stay on track during the weekend, you may experience a serious case of FOMO because everyone else is eating all the things that you want to eat. And so you're not even feeling good about yourself because you're like, dang, I can't have chicken wings from Wingstop. I can't have a glass of Merlot, right? 
So when you follow my plan, right, the stop dieting forever process, right, you will create the thoughts that will motivate you to continue to follow your plan on the weekends. There is no distinction between Friday and Sunday, right? All of the days are going to help you get to your goal weight. I love the concept of the fun meal, and I believe a fun meal is good for your body, it's good for your mind, it's good for your soul. So if your dieter's brain is freaking out right now, (laughs) and you cannot wrap your head around intentionally eating cake and ice cream every week because you think it will sabotage your results, let me put your dieter's brain at rest. Planning a weekly fun meal can actually help you lose weight in the long run. But the key is to plan your fun eat ahead of time. Enjoy it. Don't feel guilty. Don't worry about it. And don't use it as an excuse to stop following your weekly plan. Like, don't go down the rabbit hole. Get back and keep following your plan. Studies show that people who procrastinate have higher levels of stress and lower well-being. And people who procrastinate tend to be less healthy, less wealthy, and less happy. Now, I want you to think about your own life and think about to what extent has procrastination had a negative impact on your overall happiness. What I want you to see is that there is power in your procrastination. Your procrastinating thoughts have given you the power to put yourself last. You keep putting off your weight loss goal because it feels easier in the moment than it does to commit to getting started. What if you hadn't put off the decision to do something about your weight? Where would you be in 60 or 90 days from now? How would you be feeling? I want you to really think about that. Now, y'all hear me say stop dieting forever a lot, but have you really, really thought about what that means for you? when you never have to go on another diet again to lose weight. It's not a dieting, it's not a a dieting program or just what I call a quote unquote weight loss program. It's everything. I I call this program like a holistic, Mm -hmm. a holistic program because it starts with your mind and everything else follows, including weight loss. How did you guys feel like coaching helped you through those sticky spots, the sticky points? Coaching helps me to get out of my own brain when I'm too invested, when I'm too kind of stuck in a rut. Just hearing it from the outside gets me out of that rut for even 15 seconds to look at my issue differently Mm -hmm. and to make different decisions. Jennifer, with the coaching with me is there's other things that's really in you, that's in your mind and in your life that's making you want to soothe yourself with food. And that's what I found out. What coaching did for me was it helped me to put a name on my emotions and my Mm -hmm. feelings. Your new chapter is waiting to be written. Make it worth it. So when you're contemplating the next step in your weight loss journey, whatever that is for you, I want you to think about it in terms of writing a new chapter in your book. Now, this new chapter has not been written yet. So don't go looking at what you've written before to be inspired to write this new one. 
Don't look at your past evidence for future success. Don't look at all of the weight loss attempts that you, or all the weight loss diets and things that you tried and failed as evidence of what you're gonna do in the future. So what did you think, guys? Wasn't that so, so good? I told you that this episode is packed with gems. Uh Uh-huh. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, it was a pleasure to bring you today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and for celebrating the Stop Dieting Forever podcast one-year anniversary with us. Here's to another year for this amazing podcast. Again, this is Colette McKenzie of ColetteMcKenzie.com. Signing off on behalf of Jennifer. All right, continue to live Lux and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Forever.